0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Group void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions
1: 18 plus. And uh, any other announcements or prayer concerns today? Donna was uh, in the hospital. She's at home now. Uh, others, Yes. Okay. okay. Remember Linda, right? Yeah, right. right. Yep. Okay. okay. All right. Any other prayer concerns? Per- yes, yes, Chuck. sharing that that's a real concern all of these concerns uh, did you have a prayer request no I thought I thought you raised raise your hand oh, okay. okay 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 very good all right well Russ we have those prayer requests if you'll remember them during the prayer time if you would please
0: uh, Psalm 19 1 through 4 Father God, we thank you for your scripture again that you give us to light our path and and show us the way. We ask, Lord, that you'd be with these requests this morning. We pray for all of those in our midst that are suffering from all kinds of problems that Satan brings into this world. We ask, Lord, that you'd be with each one of them and guide them and be with their families and console them. Heavenly Father, we pray for those that are here, that you give them a blessing, and the ones that couldn't make it this morning, Heavenly Father, we pray for a blessing for them also. We ask all these things in Jesus' name, amen.
1: All right, thank you, Russ. Good morning, everybody. I'd like to thank Steve for helping us with the singing. Also, thanks to our Tech Loft crew up there this morning. Let's give them all a hand for their participation. Thank you so much. And thank you for uh, guessing how many jelly beans we have in our jelly bean jar. Scalb, sorry. Skittles, sorry, I stand corrected. That's a good thing, Skittles. So when, do we guess again today? And then next week's the big Skittle explosion, draw, drawing. The deal is you can guess, but don't overguess, right? If you guess more, than, then you're disqualified. So, Let's see if we can get the scriptures back on the screen. Um, have we lost the screen in the back? Yeah, okay. Uh, let's just take a look at those again, if you, we will, if you will, please. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. Then notice it says they have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them, yet their voice grows out; it goes out into all the world, and their words to the ends of the world. Their words to the ends of the world. So, all right, let's go back to the first part of the scripture, and maybe we can figure out. I, I'm seeing my tech technical assistant back there hanging from the rafters. <laughs> Good luck on that. Uh, but let's our t- put our attention here, okay? The heavens declare the glory of God. I was out the other night. I have a a new toy. It's a, it's a it's a drone. I don't know if you have seen drones, but these little drone things can fly around. And what is your frame of mind when it comes to drones? Just curious about this. It, she doesn't like them. How many of you have like a negative connotation of drones? Just lift a hand. Okay, why do you have negative connotations? Misused, okay. All right, and so they've created some hazards at around airports. I know I've heard reports about this. Uh, these are r- extremely rare incidents, but uh, they're because there are some people who are being irresponsible with their drones and their, their behaviors, are you okay? okay <laughs> but as I was out flying my drone in a responsible way it was night and it uh, has lights on it and everything it, the only way I could interfere with an airplane would be if an airplane was flying lower than 100 feet so I would think if that's a problem around my house then I think we'd be having some problems anyway but anyway I'm I, looking at this drone that lands and but then I would was looking at the sky and i thought what a fantastic beautiful sight this is this is just an amazing thing Uh, when i was a little boy we used to go camping out in the country we'd go out and camp out boy scouts you know and there was this one constellation that i that i had learned through the boy scout handbook and the boy scout handbook says that this is called orion do you know which one is orion it's the easiest one to, to see. It's like two stars here, one, two, three stars in a row, and then a star here and a star here, and then angling stars, kind of like a, almost like a belt with a sword that was hanging down, and it's called Orion. And if you haven't seen this, then you should go out when it's not cloudy and take a look, because Orion is my friend. I used to talk to Ryan when I was a little kid out in the country. I'd look up there and I'd say, hello, my friend. You know, Some people have imaginary friends. Mine's not imaginary. I actually have one up in the sky, and he's uh, available to anybody that likes to have a friend. But as an adult, I look at those stars, and I realize the millennia that have passed, the, the fantastic distances that are involved, the information that we have about the solar system and the, the galaxies and the universe it's all overwhelming and in, if you lay on the hood of your car in the summertime out in a dark area and just look at the sky it is a spiritual experience that you will not have by just walking around Walmart and uh, going to the gas station it really helps us when we look at the sky to realize where we really are and who we really are. And I think that we don't spend enough time looking into the vast glory of God that the heavens declare. Some of us are fortunate enough to live out in the country where we can get away from the city lights and all that would dim the the ability of the eye to see with clarity that display that's on that is on display every night if the sky is clear especially in the winter when you don't have the summer heat and the the convection from the earth uh, that causes you've seen those look like mirages on the highways looks like a puddle of water up ahead and it's actually not a puddle at all it's just a, a shimmering of of air actually that has been warmed and reflecting light well that kind of diffraction or refraction happens when you're looking at the stars in the summer so the best time to watch and look at these stars is right now in the winter when it's cold and uncomfortable to do so that's when it's best delaying on the roof of your car (laughs) this time of year is a little bit less uh, enjoyable but why do I uh, why do I encourage you to do this Uh, what does that have to do with anything well it has to do with everything Because here in this world, we're walking around on this planet here on the surface of the earth and we're moving around and the sun shines during the day. It snows on Sundays a lot of times. It seems like the only day it ever snows is on Sunday. I don't know why that is. But uh, (laughs) it's part of the reality that we live in and the Bible tells us that we ought to consider the heavens. The Bible verses that we're reading this morning reminds us Take a good look into the heavens at night, and it will help you in your spiritual life. It will remind you about who you are, where you are. It will touch you in a way that God's glory cannot seemingly get through if it's just watching cracks in sidewalks, worrying about uh, more earthly things, if you will. The heavens declare the glory of God. And I am told that in space there is no air, so therefore there is no sound. So there is no sound when you watch these stars. You won't, you won't hear anything. You'll just look up there and you'll be looking at them. And you'll be thinking things like, those stars were there when my mother was born. Those stars were there before I was born. Those stars will be there after I'm dead. Those stars were there before Jesus was born. This, Those stars will be there a thousand years from now, 10,000 years from now, a million years from now. And it puts you in a frame of mind to realize just how small A window of opportunity we have in this life to live and to make a difference and to act out the role that God has given us. It's a very kind of reflection moment when you look at those stars. It's very humbling. Quiet, no sound, but tremendous message. Tremendous message. And the psalmist who wrote these scriptures, look at this again this morning. It's kind of like a contradiction. It says, day after day, they pour forth speech. Well, what is speech? Speech is obviously words, right? I'm speaking to you now, so you're hearing the words. Speech is actually about what? It's about communication. Why do we speak? We speak to be understood. We speak to communicate something what do the stars what is their purpose according to the scriptures their purpose is to communicate a message to you and to me and what is this message well the message is god is a glorious magnificent inconceivably fantastic majestic power And we are just little ants on a a tiny little fragment of this vast creation that he has made. Very humbling, very humbling. Have you heard about uh, nonverbal language? Any of you ever experience anything like that? Maybe in your, let's say, uh, your relationship with your uh, spouse anybody ever get any nonverbal language where there weren't any words being said <laughs> see <laughs> speech <laughs> is more than just words right as a matter of fact they say that about only about 5% of what you say is what people are listening to what they're really listening to is your body language your tone of voice your eye movements your facial expressions all these other clues that are communicating to you what's going on so it is with God his body language is the universe that's his body language <laughs> I don't know what that is aliens we've landed they've landed well you know just an aside since you mentioned aliens uh, I wish they would just go ahead and land the mothership up at the Capitol and get this over with. I'm tired of chasing around and trying to catch them. You know, <laughs> just land and tell us what's on your mind. <laughs> We'd like to know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, here we are. We 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 get the message. Well, this is one time in in your life when you hear the you hear the message of the Lord, and the message is. You're only going to be there a little while. You're only a small little person. But I did put you there. And there is something that I want you to do. So in this brief opportunity, in this little speck of time that we have been given and allotted, let's do the best we can to be all that the Lord would want us to be. Night after night, God reveals his knowledge. And he reveals his glory. They are set forth through the, through the sky that we look into, into the night. Now, the problem with this is you can sit out there on your car for a long time. And you can look up at the starry sky all of your life, from your childhood, all through your adult life. And you can wonder and ponder and reflect and be humbled. But you will never really find god in the stars you can only see his glory you can only see his majesty out there and it is impressive but how would we ever have an encounter with him or how would we ever connect with the one who has created us how would that ever be possible if all we can do is stand on the surface of the earth and look upward into the sky. It's a kind of a longing, a pining, a desire that's unfulfilled. You could spend your whole life doing this and always just be mystified, always just be wondering, always be anxious and aware of your limitations. But is that what God wants for us? Someone said, they were working with an ant colony and they were observing the ants and you know ants do a lot of things I don't know if you ever had an opportunity to see an ant colony but there's a lot going on in an ant colony but there was approaching the colony a threat I don't remember if it was a if water was coming if fire was coming if Something else was coming. Maybe a bulldozer clearing the earth for new construction. <laughs> I don't remember what the threat was. And the, the attempt was made by this young man. I think it was a little boy. He was saying to the ants, Listen, you've got to do something. Something is coming. And he was trying to warn them. And the point of this story is that you can't warn ants because you're not an ant. But if you're an ant, you can warn other ants. If you look at that in the way that God did his work with us when it comes to Jesus, the only way that we would ever get to know this God of the universe is if he became one of us and communicated with us. You know how they do with their little antennas, run around and then they run into the other one and and I wonder, I've often wondered, wonder what they're saying. (laughs) I don't know, maybe I'm strange, but it just seems like a good question to me. (laughs) What is the message? But Jesus came to the world like an ant, like a human, like one of us, and here in the world, he said, the God of the universe, I have come to declare to you. The one that you've wondered about, the the one that you've always wanted to know and be connected to, I'm here to tell you. I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. I am the one that will bring you peace of mind rather than anxiety about what you see when you look at the heavens. The God of the universe, all of heaven and creation has come to us in the person of Jesus Christ. When Jesus came, remember the scriptures say in John chapter one, all that is, all that has been created was created by Jesus, by God. The Word. The Word became flesh, became a human being, and dwelt among us. And so this creator of all things, as it says in John's Gospel in the first chapter, actually decided, I'm going to go to my ant colony. I'm going to lower myself to become one of them. I'm going to communicate with them with my antennas (laughs) I'm going to bring them this message well what is this message the message is this that this grand universe that seems so cold and without air so alien and foreign and hostile does not adequately represent who God is for God is not cold and sterile and distant and dark God is light. He is warmth. He is love. He is goodness and kindness. He is mercy. This God that created all of this also has a whole dimension that is unobservable, that cannot be acquired or obtained or attained by looking into the stars. So the admonition of the psalmist... uh, To look into the starry sky and witness that while it is humbling and while it is amazing and marvelous and majestic it, it isn't sufficient to meet the needs of our innermost beings what we need is to hear from this vast God and and find that this God actually has a smiling face that he can create the most majestic stuff but he can also be the one who creates the desire for love and compassion and mercy and goodness in our daily life he is the one who can change us and turn us into godlike creatures ourselves but who are godlike creatures godlike creatures aren't stars in the sky or cold and distant people no they're warm people cordial people loving people connecting people communicating people and he speaks through these things in the sky but he speaks through his son remember the writer of hebrews said god who in former times and in various ways communicated with us has spoken to us in the past through the heavens, through the prophets, and through various means. But in these days, this last, these last days, God has spoken to us through his Son, through his Son. So this voiceless universe, this speech that has no words, the scriptures say Jesus Christ is the Word. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So his words become our words. His message of love and grace and peace and warmth and acceptance isn't a million miles away. It's as close to you as your own breath, as your own heartbeat. He comes to be our friend, to be our brother, to stand with us in the midst of our confusion. And he cares about our situations. God isn't on the moon he isn't, in a, he isn't in a planet somewhere a million miles away. Sometimes it may feel that he is. You think, where is God? Why doesn't he come and help us? Why doesn't he do something? But in fact, the scriptures teach us that God has come to live not only on this earth, but inside of each of us who believe. And so the Spirit of God is here with us today. Wherever we gather in his name, he said, I will be with you. You may not feel his presence, but he is here. You may not always feel that he's with you, but he said, I will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. So this God that seemed to be a million miles away is actually living in my heart today. And he's living in your heart too, if you'll open the door and let him in. Remember that verse? I love this story from Revelation chapter 3. Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if anybody opens the door, I will come in, and I will live with him. We will eat together, and we will be together if you'll just open the door. You know, the man that painted that picture painted it in such a way it was so beautiful and so popular. People looked at it. and Once, uh, when it was first painted, uh, one of the art critics looked at it and said, You know, you forgot to put the handle on the, on the door. And he said, no. He said, the handle is on the inside. And here's Jesus knocking on the door. There's no handle that he can grab and push his way in. The door handle is on the inside for each of us. So how about it? Would you like to open the door of your life and receive this Jesus who came all this way? All this way from Planet X or wherever it is out there that we were looking at all this way to bethlehem's manger which we are still celebrating amen (laughs) wasn't it the 12 months of christmas or something like that there's a song like that i've heard but (laughs) anyway this jesus that came all this way wouldn't you like to wouldn't you like to have his company he says i'll come in and live with you if you'll just open the door so it's all kind of up to us to let him in isn't it the god of the universe is my God. How great is our God. How great is our God. Above all things, above all kingdoms, above all nature. We, we sang this this morning. And all created things. See how it all ties together. But it all focuses on Jesus, the one who came to save us. The one who came knocking on the door the one who's knocking on the door right now and saying hey you got some problems you got some things you're struggling with let me come in and help you with that this is the message from the word of God for us today the heavens declare the glory of God it is a wordless nonverbal declaration you can look at it and be amazed but it will never satisfy the longing of your heart Not until you realize that that Word that the Scripture continues to talk about is actually Jesus Christ, who is the Word who became flesh and dwelt among us so that we might receive Him into our hearts and know this God that created this vast creation and have insight into his nature and his character that he is a loving compassionate gracious caring god who created you and me and who loves you with all his heart (laughs) and that's the relevance of it otherwise you'll just be standing out there in the dark (laughs) looking up at the moon and we don't want you to get stuck out there okay get yourself in here (laughs) You're going to freeze to death this time of year. We don't need to look at the stars any, any more than that. That's enough for now because we're going to open the Bible. We're going to read the words of Jesus. We're going to hear the We're going to talk to the Lord. We're going to receive his presence. We're going to have some of his spirit inside and where it's all warm and beautiful. This is the word of God to us today. I hope that you'll hear it and receive it with thanksgiving. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. I'd like to spend a moment of just silent prayer together. I'd like for you to pray in your own heart about your own life and your own situation and ask the Lord to to help you, knowing that he will hear your prayer.
2: Shall I sing praise to... Your name is power Breath and living water Such a marvelous mystery
1: the song I heard on the radio some time ago, uh, and I couldn't remember how it went, so I just made up the parts that I couldn't remember, <laughs> which is pretty good, pretty good way to do stuff, so you might recognize it, I don't know, but it's, it's called Praise Him and Lift Him Up.
2: Nicodemus, that he must be born again. Worship the Father and Spirit and truth.
1: Yes, he wants us
2: to worship him. So let us praise him. Praise Praise him and lift him up.
1: What's going on this morning, Miss Susan? What's going on?
2: Today we are announcing the winner of the Skittle giveaway, and the reason we did it is to thank everybody for raising $156 for Caesars. May I have the envelope, please? <laughs> this is all part of the plan. with a winning number of 1,216. Oh, my goodness. Um, The real number is 1,280. Woo,
1: very good, congratulations. The best
2: thing to do with the Skittles they share, because it's more fun that way.
1: Yes, by all means. Everybody, have a wonderful day. God bless you. Glad glad you're here this morning. Shake hands with each other. Say hello to everybody.
2: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.